give thanks and love in this season, y'all. Listen, don't be down and about. Be up and going so you can keep growing. Be that energy. Be that force. Be that river that flows and be the love. Heal during this season. Don't let it repeat. Every season don't have to repeat itself. History don't have to repeat itself once you change your story. Because we all got a story we tell ourselves. That's why we keep repeating the history. Because there's a story we keep telling ourselves about how life is and how it should be. So we never do something to change it. So keep tapping in with me. I'm going to be talking about giving thanks and love during this season. How to heal, y'all. Literally, these times have a hardwired emotional response on the basis of your past. So once you learn that, you can interrupt the pattern and you can stop repeating the same thing every holiday season. Let's get it. A lot of people don't realize that around certain times is either you have a hardwired desire where you feel good or you feel bad or as the years pass certain things happen that cause you to feel a certain way but during the holidays even if you celebrate it or don't some people say thanksgiving is a pagan holiday so is christmas so is easter so is all the holidays you know about so when you really think about it it's not even about the holidays but it's about the aura of the holidays and there's something called fomo fear of missing out so around this around this time a lot of people have a fear of missing out on the people that was that used to be in their life is not in their life fear of missing out of a certain interaction with family or friends that they might not have in this current season of their life right now so there's a lot of attachment and letting go that has to be done so a lot of people go through grief around these times right so because I'm in a wellness space, I want to bring to you the stuff as it is so that you can be able to see it, navigate through it. That's why this helps you with your mental, physical, emotional health. You know what it is, right? So around this time, a lot of people are either grieving or in fear on the basis of what the media is putting out, right? The kidneys are starting to be the major organ that we you, you probably want to focus on improving the kidney fire making your kidney more vital being more active right being more heated so you can be able to hibernate during the cold winter time it just means activity is going to help you during the time that you're going in so giving things start with gratitude giving love starts with care so you have to be grateful and you have to be caring caring mostly to yourself so that way you could extend that to other people so giving things start with gratitude giving love starts with caring first you have to be grateful and then at the same time you have to care enough about yourself to take care of yourself enough to be able to then bring that care into others so what i mean by that by saying i'm going to make a determined effort to take care of my lungs and kidneys you're actually going to be giving thanks and giving love. So what I mean by that is giving thanks is not just saying thank you, but it's showing thank you. That's why it's called give thanks. So you have to first give thanks for all the stuff that you have that you didn't pay for, but you just been blessed with it. It's almost like God bless you with it. God bless you with your, with your kidney. 
God bless you with your spleen. God bless you with your liver. God bless you with your heart. God bless you with your lung. So basically, God has blessed you in so many different ways in the format of you are operatable being that walks around. So when you give thanks for yourself, you give thanks for your organs, you give thanks to God for like blessing you, you give thanks to the creator. You give thanks that you are a creation in motion. So you give things by taking care of them. You give things by caring for them, right? So knowing what to do, knowing that I need to drink more liquids. Those are ways of giving thanks and giving love. Giving love meaning that you take care of your heart. Giving love meaning that you be more of a loving being. By doing so, you're going to be able to exude that and be that. And that's going to help people around you as it's going to help yourself. So giving things is an action and not a saying. So you don't just say give things, you actually give it. Giving things is a way of being and that being is a gift. So your presence is a present if you present it well. So all that means is to be a gift, all you got to do is be a gift. So what you don't realize is your presence in itself is a gift. So giving thanks is giving your presence because that's a present. You don't realize that sometimes you don't need to bring anybody anything. You just need to bring yourself. And that's something. And they're like, yo, I appreciate you so much for showing up. So some of you may think you got to give thanks by bringing stuff. Like let's say a father, you may think you might have to give, give things by bringing stuff. Giving things might just by means bringing yourself, right? It just means bringing yourself to the to the place. Giving things can just mean showing up, right? Because you are the things that's being given. So when you give things to your organs, you're not just giving things to God for vitality, but you're actually helping them prosper because giving things is reciprocal. It's not just a saying, it's a, you know what, I'm going to be in accordance to the divine laws to keep me healthy, therefore I can keep giving things. Give things for your finances, but you better get up and take some activity so you can make the money. So it's one thing to say thank you, but it's another thing to give things. When you give things, the essence of your, your thinking comes in, forth in actions and not just by saying it. So... When you say, thank God for the roof over my head, you give things to God in many ways that if, let's say somebody needed the space um, to stay for a little bit and you could help them, you would help them. Giving thanks to God for shelter is not just, oh, I'm giving thanks to God for shelter, but you know I'm going to be really selfish with it and I'm never going to really help anybody ever in my life, right? So that's not really being grateful. That's just you know, saying thank you, but never really giving back to the universe right so you, you give thanks for the sky give thanks for the ground but you know like you you don't take care of it it's, it's not the same thing so somebody say well i give thanks for you you're not giving thanks you're saying thank you you're probably impressing me with your flattery but you're not giving thanks because you don't treasure the person so you say thank you but you shit on them that's a thank you with a shit on the end don't want that thanks so there's different ways of giving thanks one of the best ways to make it a reciprocal thanks so giving thanks and giving love in this season starts with what you have to honor what you are which is a gift your presence is a present 
giving love starts with you got to care for yourself to take care of yourself and take care of the different things. You could extend that to other people, right? So this is not about celebrating a pagan holiday, but it's about being in tune with the various states of your being and how you can literally navigate. So what do I mean? Do stuff that make you joyful because if you know your heart is sad around this time, feel what you feel, but then also have joy activities. If you lost somebody around this time, it is good to grieve. At the same time, open up your lungs more, be more active, and at the same time, treasure them. Also, also understand that the people who have passed are not your ancestors and hold them at a higher standpoint. Um, do the things you can and you just go about it. At the same time, you do things to enhance. So show up with more smiles, like smile more, move, dance, jump. Or you have to put yourself at a higher state. Higher states are not just given. They're cultivated right higher states don't just happen just by happening it happens through elevation based on what you do how you feed your body feed your mind feed your spirit how you breathe how you move how you eat how you think and how you behave it is a you have to earn it so when we think about giving things what does that mean be the things that you give so let's say you walk into a space and you want to really thank the people for being there with you, for, for taking you in and doing whatever they, giving you food, giving you tea. Like, man, I give thanks. Appreciate it. Make your entire presence in the room the thanks that you give, which means the way that you're being, how pleasant you are being, how receptive and listen, how much do you listen, how much do you care about what they have to say as you express what you have to say. How much do you give them space to be humans with flaws and not judge them on every single thing? That's how you give things. You give things with your presence. So you could go anywhere. You become the things that you give. So one of some of the things I'm learning about becoming the things that I give is also being attentive to like my bad habits. When you're in a space, if you want to give things, thank you for the food. You wash the dishes. That's a better way of saying thank you. You could give thanks, you could say thank you, but giving thanks is taking out the trash. Giving thanks is not just saying it, but is in your very essence, you reciprocate and show and give value back to the person where your very essence is thanks. Well, it's like, yo, you know what? On your, on your, let's say you was dating somebody, you gave them a gift on their birthday, they say thank you. But then their entire presence is a gift. So it's almost like their thank you is reciprocated because they're giving you things. You get what I'm saying? But let's say you, you gave people stuff, but they never really appreciated it. And they don't really give you back any good energy. And the person said, thank you. No, they just said, I just robbed you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Yo, I'm just kidding. But I'm not, though. I'm dead. I'm alive, serious. So basically... Sometimes people say things, but it's not a gift thing. Gift things is usually reciprocal in the form of behavior. You know, so we have to also see and reanalyze that. And giving things and giving love starts with first being grateful. And then it starts with being caring. All right. 
So what does it mean to be caring? Caring to embrace and give space. Caring meaning to embrace, give space, and to discipline so that you stay safe. I like that. To embrace, give space, to stay disciplined enough that you stay safe. To embrace, give space, and stay disciplined enough. I like that. That's going to be in the book. So, and all that is happens through grace. Being disciplined is to stay safe is saying, I care my, about myself enough. I'm not going to drink a bunch of liquor because that's going to mess up my liver. My kidneys are affected around this point. I need to be able to drink more water, more heated stuff. So you're like, yo, if, all right, so right now, season is cold. My lungs, heart, kidneys, all of these things will be affected by the motion, by the wind, by the emotions, energies in motion. The seasons change. When they say winter is coming, think of the White Walkers really coming. They're going to be there. But what you got to do is you got to fortify the fire. And this is called kidney fire. Now, this is Chinese medicine mixed with real life stuff. So what I'm saying is this. You're literally kidney starts to get yin around winter. So how do you build kidney fire? You have to be active. You have to get in the gym. You have to breathe. You have to move. You got to dance. You got to do activities joyfully. Now. Change the way you party. Party in a holistic fashion. Turn up, but turn up with stuff that will boost your immune system and not hurt it. Now, have a good mixture so that you are balanced, disciplined enough to stay safe. That just means you don't overeat around these times. Because if you do, that's going to add a lot. And then if you do and then you're inactive, that's going to be really bad. Because then now your emotional state is going to stay in the same space. So if you want to evolve out of a certain way of being, you got to do certain different things for your body, right? So caring meaning that you're disciplined enough to stay safe. So that means that you, you care enough to protect your kid from not eating this or that. Same thing you do for yourself, right? Now, giving yourself space is like, yo, caring is like you got to give yourself space in a way where when you mess up, you're not beating on yourself. But you're disciplining yourself to stay safe, right? You're not beating on yourself, but you're saying, hey, you know what? Let me discipline myself because this is, at this space, I'm more, let me do right by myself, right by me. Let me be a gift to me. This is how you, discipl you discipline yourself to be a gift to yourself. It's not a hurt. So most people think you got to beat yourself up. No, you just have to discipline yourself to elevate. It's a different way of it. One of them is mental chatter that never really does no action. It actually depletes your ability to act. It keeps you in a loop of procrastination. Another one, it's a fire that ignites action. You say, hey, you know what? Let's get on, let's get on it. Let's get on our sh today. Let's work on it. Let's move forward. With, let's keep going. It's a different, it's a, it pushes you, right? It's a fire, right? That's the yin. Right, so around this time, you all, you're going to need to build kidney fire. How do you do that? You got to breathe. You got to do breathing exercises, fire breathing, right? Right, you got to move. You got to exercise. You got to dance. You got to do And you got to eat hot foods. You got to eat, eat soups and drink teas, right? Turn up the spice, right? I say take care of your inside. Build your immune system. December 20th. There's going to be like the, the, the winter solstice or something like that. The winter, there's, winter season is coming, right? You want to do a, a cleanse between December 1st to 21st. 
21 day cleanse what's that gonna do that's gonna clean out the colon the intestines so you go to don't go to the new year with old shit you gotta clear up that old shit you get what i'm saying so that's literally what the detox is gonna do for you it's gonna clear up the old shit because literally you that stuff is prohibiting serotonin production in your gut now you have serotonin inhibitors which are given as mental health drugs to produce more serotonin if you detox and you dance and you move you would naturally produce more serotonin in your gut 95 percent of all serotonin is produced in your gut so you can hack your own physiology by understanding how it works so when you detox clear up your colon clear up your small and large intestines what you're going to do is you're going to now have space for positive enzymes so instead of having dirt in your belly and your you know you're going to clear up the you're going to clear up all of that toxins right you're also going to clear up the parasites that you got the worms so now guess what you're going to be more gut health once you get your gut health on point your mental health is going to be on point so now you're going to have the energy and vitality to make better decisions what the gut is used to is what the gut used to overcome emotional stagnation that's deep mm, save that one don't steal my bars what the gut is used to is what the gut used to suppress certain emotional states so once you clear up what the gut is used to you change what you crave so the moment you detox you are literally getting rid of old shit now you can't stand that old shit <laughs> like i don't i don't fuck with that no more so you stop eating meat for 21 days you stop you start drinking more smoothies you get the cacao powder up in there right you know what i'm saying you get your juicer on point you start doing gourmet salads now what you used to is no longer what you were used to it's now you got something new you're used to now you got the holistic lifestyle going that's what i that's what i teach y'all and i was blessed enough to have a great teacher to teach me this amazing information for me to be able to share it to you right so what i'm saying is you can change your life with certain habitual patterns so i said giving things start with gratitude giving love starts with care you can't give love when you don't care you can't give thanks when you're not grateful. When you become a gift, your very essence is giving thanks. Because, like, somebody don't even, you know what, you don't even have to say thank you for this because I'm just so grateful to be around you that you add so much value just by being around me. You know what? Say thank you, I hear it, but your presence was the thanks. You know, I appreciate you for coming. It's like this. You say to somebody, thank you for inviting me. No, I appreciate you for coming. It's meant like, no, because I appreciate you because you are the gift in the situation and not necessarily what you bring it. Now, you want everything that you give to be a, an addition to who you are, right? Once it's that, then you don't really have to give anything to be valuable. So that's when your self-value and self-worth goes up. I walk in a room, I'm valuable because I am me. That's it. I don't need to give nothing or nothing has to be given for me to be valuable. Because I am the gift that is given. So you're like, you, you walk into this live room. You're like, I am the gift that is to be given. You have to walk around life this way. 
And when you see yourself as a gift, you become a gift, you reveal your gifts. So what that means is when you see yourself as a gift, there's a certain self-confidence confide in your ability to perform that reveals what's in you. The moment that you really say, I am the gift, you walk around a certain way, you express yourself differently, and now you're able to tap in, right? And once you're able to tap in, you start to reveal stuff. So that's how I'm able to like, I come, like I say these quotes or these rhymes, they're literally like I'm making a, a, a track, right? But all this stuff is somehow coming in and coming out. It is all because what? I am being a gift that the gift is revealed. So another thing around this season is a lot of people want to find purpose. Like if you don't feel purposeful, you don't feel like what's the reason for living? So to be purposeful is when you realize that you are firstly the purpose. The purpose of the purpose is you. <laughs> so what I mean is you can't create people pick purposes on the basis of something they saw. But when you realize purposefully living your life is a purpose in its own, you start to say, hey, how can I serve in different areas? This is what I mean. So you're like, what is my purpose? Well, you know, somebody can say, you know, to run a company is my purpose. And they say, well, that's my purpose. Somebody says, you know what? I make amazing music. That is my purpose. And that is their purpose. Somebody else can say, I, I'm, I, I speak to people and I bring life to them. That, and, you know, this is my purpose. But to just be a human being, that was firstly a purpose. Just to be here, breathe, and tend to the garden, and sit, and express, and dance, and walk around, and talk to people, that in itself. But we have then picked out different ways for us to put our energy towards a specific way of impacting people. So once you notice you're the gift, you notice that life is a gift. It's a different level of gratitude grateful for not even my education or knowledge or skill sets just grateful for my being and knowing that i am purposefully a person i am purposefully a person <laughs> without any identification the holistic motivator entrepreneur speaker coach without any classification singer artist dancer um doctor without any class nurse without any classification I am the purpose and the purpose is to just be that I am then something else reveals itself this is where you start to wake up this is where you start to be more enlightened because then your very life essence is purposefully without anything this is when you let go of attachments and you no, no longer start chasing you start digging the way out is in. Most people try to look for scraps of pleasure outside of them, but they never dig for the internal goal. I used to think I have to look for words to say in order for me to be effective. I realized that I am the word that has to say. So now I am is within all of us. It's the essence of God. That's the I am I'm speaking of. I am the word that I have to say. Because the, in the beginning there was the Word and the Word was God. Mm. Those who know, know. So once you know, you are able to tap into a different source of creation. Now how do you cultivate yourself to align to be able to can't be toxic? Toxic bodies drown out their spirits. The 
toxic bodies drown out their spirits. So it's not that your spirit is toxic, it's that your body is toxic, so now your spirit is tainted. Your spirit is suppressed. Dark night of the soul reveals your light, because you start to really, once you have to get in the spirit to free yourself, you don't want to get back in the flesh. That's why you go through the dark night of the soul, where, it sh where life shakes you up so much, where you have to do something. So that's when people start to wake up. It's usually after a tragedy that the hero starts a new path. Okay, it's usually after a tragedy that the hero starts on a new path. So tragedies are good. Dark nights of the soul is really good. It helps you transpire. It helps you transform and transcend. It helps you transcend. It helps you come from one form to another. From one way of looking paradigm shift enlightenment is not necessarily that you got light is that you stepped in it or that you noticed that you are it so it's different so we don't want to get too deep but what i want to say is you start to cultivate yourself in a certain way and in that certain way you're going to be able to tap into all you need to know to do what you need to do and every day you just do it and you go, but your mind is the thing. Your spirit might be at a higher, at a higher point than your mind can handle. So you like, man, this seems like. It, or you talk about, you kind of tripping me out, bro. Spirit, mind, mind. Okay, mind is something that you have, almost like a tool that you use. You being the observer that operates it all. Don't identify too much with your mind because the moment you do. You are going to start mistaking what's in your mind as who you are. The moment you mistake what's in your mind as who you are, you can be, yeah, you could be many people. <laughs> and I'll let that sink in. Because there's so much stuff you've watched, consumed in your mind, that's not who you really are. So use your mind as a tool. So you have to be able to create a distance between the spirit and the mind. And the way that you do that is you start to, one thing is you can observe your mind. See just what's going on in your head. What am I thinking about? When you ask yourself, what am I thinking about? That's kind of a trippy out question. Oh, what am I thinking about? Now, some people say, man, don't look at it in this way. But if you're just trying to see the difference, it's like once you can question what you're thinking about, it means that you're doing the thinking. The thinking is not you or is it doing you? You're doing the thinking. So if you could observe the thinking that you're doing, you could change that thinking. And that thinking becomes what you're being. That's meditation. <laughs> so that's when you distance a space. How do you do that? You start by breathing. You start by observing. There's different postures you can get in. You can sit regularly. You but it all really starts with a diaphragmic breath. It starts with a focus. Now, the breath is a powerful essence and piece of life that in its own, it's an entirety. Like, your breath is like the essence. It's your chi. So if you don't breathe, you don't live. So now, once you start to understand that that's where it starts, you're going to transform your life. The school of breath right here is tapped in. What's up, brother? So it is all in your breath. So you start with deep diaphragmic breath. Most people, when they breathe in, they suck up. 
right? They're breathing through the top of their chest and they're not using fully diaphragm. So you wanna use diaphragmic breath. This is when you inflate your lungs like a balloon. So you wanna pretend that your lungs is a big balloon and you're pushing out and that balloon is expanding, expanding, filling up. This is when the breath is in. When the breath is out, the balloon caves in and it almost like squeezing like all the air out. So you feel the lungs and your belly button contracting towards your spine and the air is coming out. You're breathing in, the lungs is expanding. You feel the air going to the liver, the spleen, and it's almost like touching the kidneys. Small and large intestines push down. You got the, the stomach, and the, you got the bladder, you got the kidneys, all of that. The balloon expands, touches and touches, massages all of those organs. You do that and you visualize, ooh, my kidney, ooh, my liver, my spleen, my, all of that. What is that doing? That visualization brings life to your, light to your life. And that's how Qigong works. It's a partial visualization. So you know the anatomy, so you can visualize it, and then you apply the breathing, which is breathing in and breathing out. That gets you in the present moment. And at the same time, you could put some music in the background. Some people can sit in cross-leg positions. Some people can stand up. Some people sit at the edge of the chair, relax their shoulders, break the chin up 30 degrees. So that way you can have a good posture, have your spine erect. Some people have their thumb to their, this finger. So there's many different ways. I do Qigong, I, do, I raise my hand, I bring it down. I raise my hands to the side, I bring down. There's different moves, I do the microcosmic orbit. So there's different ways you can meditate and breathe. But by doing so, the more you create a distance between your spirit and your mind, the more you're going to be able to distance yourself and create your life. Distance yourself from the shit so you can create your life. Start with a detox cleanse. That's the first way of distancing the shit. Because then you throw that shit all the way down the toilet. Back to the compost. And that turns back into life. That's for another day. So first you got to get rid of it. Right? Unlearn detach now you're going to start improving gut health serotonin is working you're going to start improving your organ health your mental health is going to also work your habits will shift right it is a it is a cascading effect of holistic changes that allows you to become woke per se like some people will say or enlightened or just i'll say healthy to be on a healthy happy life it starts with a couple of habitual habits habits and rituals Starts with detox, detox cleanse, detox your environment, your mental environment, your physical environment, and your internal environment. And then now you got the emotion. So a lot of people don't deal with those energies and emotions, so those energies get stagnated and that causes inflammation. Ooh, that's deep. Learn that from the master teacher, Dr. George Xavier Love, right? So as you accumulate stuff, accumulation of thoughts become temperament okay as you think and then it becomes a mood and then that mood becomes like your typical mood and you start to behave in that way then it becomes a temperament and then it gets housed in you till you just identify as it so a frustration becomes a mood that you don't even want to be in 
which that mood perpetuated over time becomes a certain temperament. Now everybody says he's that pissed off person. He's just sad all the time. Oh, I rather somebody says, "Well, he's the a happy guy." Well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that means I done formed myself a good way of being. Okay. So here's what happened. Most of us get associated with temperaments because of a certain emotional state that we let house. If you get ang- if you let anger st- store in your liver. You're going to slowly become in an angry mood all the time. And then it becomes an angry temperament. Then people just say you're angry. And if you believe that you're angry, you're never going to be able to change it. The moment you say, I've been housing anger in me because I haven't let go of this, is the moment you start to shift. Now, most people, you might not be able to start from that higher stand vantage point and just do that and just be free. So you start with your physical body. So you do stuff to take care of your liver, so that way it'll be, it'll you'll feel more freer to release it. It's just something to happen by osmosis. So it's called reverse. It's like operation. Reverse. You know what I'm saying? In the Western world, to operate on your organ, they have to take an organ out. But I'm not asking you to take an organ out. I'm asking you to just drum it. I'm asking you to breathe into it. I'm asking you to do certain exercises that sends chi or healing energy to it. And by doing so, you're going to feel in a certain way where you are now going to be more, you're going to distance from that emotional state and understand that you are this being who has experienced this emotion so much over time. Accumulation has become stagnation, has become inflammation, which has now became a disease. So now you're saying, oh, I'm not an angry person. I've just been accumulating anger, which got me to being, I'm literally sick of anger. I'm pissed off. So this is what it is. So you have to clear out certain things in your liver. So how do you do it? Just like a mina, you got to clear it out with teas. You got to clear out with movement, with breathing. You got to clear it out with detoxes. You got to clear it out with conversation. You got to clear it out with various forms. It's holistic. It's not just, oh, okay, I'm going to drink this tea and, you know, my liver is going to be okay. You know, let me get some burdock leaves. Ed, I got some burdock leaves, by the way. Oh, Ed, you know, I want to, let, let me let me get some kidney cleanser. You know, let me get some Cerisee and some passion flower and some Mexican tea. And, you know, let me clear out the parasites. Yeah, that's good. That's it. That's the first step. Start with that. But what's the second step? Let's stop. Let's not become the parasite. <laughs> okay, that just means change the decisions along with the actions. Actually start releasing the anger. Start to be more attentive listening. A lot of times, it is the story that we've been telling ourselves that causes the story to repeat itself. History is his story. So the moment you change the story and the way you look at things, what you look at will change. So let's say... You made the story that every time your husband left the toilet seat up, he was just an asshole who hated you. That's the story in your head. you just like, he just don't care. What if the story shifted to he's, you know what, he's just a guy who's being negligent and he's been doing so much, he is stuck. You know, let me figure out an approach to help him. He is sick. <laughs> Likewise, you see, you change the story, it's funny now. 
Now you're like, this guy needs help. I need to figure out how to help him. So now, guess how much more gratitude and love you're going to be able to give during this holiday season? A little thing can be a big emotion. And you're like, it's just a little thing. But a little accumulated things become big stagnated things. And big stagnated things become diseases that if you don't deal with becomes big things called tumors and cancers. So once you start with little things, you're gonna prevent all of those crazy things. This is what my teacher taught me, and this is why I teach it. And I think I'm doing a good job. So I want y'all to tap into some of the exercises that I be having, the detox, right? I'm gonna have a Black Friday special with the detox, the coaching, and some guide, holistic lifestyle guide. So y'all support, tap into that. Soon drop the, um, I'll be dropping that soon. Um, and then, so that's pretty much a, a good way to just, this was an awesome episode, go back. I'll just give you five major things, five major organs that are affected by five emotions you can let go. The liver is affected by anger, right? So we have to start to communicate what is happening. When we communicate, you can clear up the space. That's why I, that, I made that example of the toilet seat, because that could be a big thing. When you communicate, you are able to get on the same page. That's a good way of releasing anger is by mindful communication. Not bashing the other one with statements, but more of expressing yourself in a way to say, this is what I've seen, this is what's happening, and having that conversation. So the spleen is affected by worry. The spleen has to do with your digestion. Now the spleen is affected by worry. So to those of you who, who like, you don't know what tomorrow holds, the moment you start letting go, and understanding that, listen, up until this point, you've been fed, clothed, and sheltered for. Just keep doing what you're doing, and things will pan out. Because even the birds are taken care of, is what the creator said. Shoot, the roaches are living. The roaches are alive. You, my friend, will survive. Once you have that faith, things start to go out your way. Worry is an energy that keeps you in lack. And it also attracts more lack. When you have faith... You're like, yo, I didn't even know. You just like open your mind. You're like, yo, that's so random. That's called giving. Giving, when you have faith, God will bless you. Then you give thanks, God will bless you again. Your kidneys is affected by fear. So the, our kidneys is the exact thing right now that you need to take care of the most. I was talking about this, this whole thing. Once you take care of your kidneys, around this season, during winter, kidneys get cold. People start to get in fear. Winter time, the winter is coming. The White Walkers, uh, media propaganda is coming for your mental health. Let that sink in. The White Walkers of media propaganda. <laughs> Quote me on that one. So what that means is they literally put out stuff to put you in states. So you got to be conscious. Detox from social a little bit, right? Listen to positive stuff, but detox from social a little bit, right? So certain content. Because they know how to alter your emotions based on what you see, hear, and watch. So, the news is actually our spiritual attacks, if you know what I'm talking about. So, you want to be conscious of that because that's severely going to affect your kidneys, right? How do we fear? We have to turn from the back, go to the front, from the kidneys to the solar plexus, and have courage, courage to act upon. We just passed what they called. Um, I forgot whatever the moon was called. But it is about storing for the winter season. So courage means I'm going to go out and take the actions that I need to 
either rack up the bag, rack up my health, um, like whatever I need to build up. I'm gonna run, I'm gonna do whatever I need. I need to eat better, whatever I'm gonna do to, so that way I could be healthy during this season. Some people say, well, COVID, they're gonna have this COVID variant coming soon. You know, they're gonna, cause they know how it is. This is flu season when it's cold, people tend to get sick. So you wanna build the immune system, right? You wanna release the fear. You wanna step into courage, bring your chest up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? All right, let me stand up a little bit. There you go. Gotta get that power, man. Soldier mode. Of, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I've been out here. What y'all think I've been out here for? Gardening, planting, eating from the garden, uh, sleeping outside, fighting raccoons. Where my machete at? You know what I'm saying? Watching the cats, learning how they move. Preparing. Because I know what's coming. Those who know, know. So, so basically, you got to stand up straight, bang your chest up. You got to do certain exercises every day to bring your vitality. You, some of you, don't be afraid of being weird. It's not weird to just to be a human being full of power. It feels good, right? It's a good thing. You got to get your energy up, bring your chest up. Do a couple of relying rolls off, you know, let that go. It's the kidney. Switch it to courage. The heart is affected by sadness, right? Heart is affected by sadness and you got the twin the lung is affected by grief. So when we could be joyful and we could treasure and we could elevate those who pass, we could treasure them by bringing memories in a way where it's like you are, like listen, grieving can be a replaying of the beauty that you experienced with somebody. Grieving does not have to be a detachment or a loss. It can be a retreasuring of those moments. So what I mean by that is we can't stop and not think about those who passed. That's avoidance. You don't want to lose the memories. Those are blessings. Those are years spent. Those are gifts. Every single moment you spent with the people that you love, that was a moment that was a gift to you. Literally every day on this earth is a gift. So they give you a gift, you gave them a gift. Treasure that gift. But guess what? Some gifts, when you open them up, there's a cry that we get, but it's a love and like I miss it but you can have both and experience it in a loving way where you can even come around the dinner table and not be scared to talk about it you could express it remember when I say oh you could do that remember when bring those memories to light and make those people live again treasure them remember the wisdom that grandma told me remember when you know like that stuff it's emotional but feel the emotion because Grieving can be a memory, a random, a celebration of life, and it does not have to be a, a sadness for what well, it's mixed with sadness, but it doesn't have to be like, oh man, they're no longer here. It's seeing them here. And uh, Michael Dunn says to you, Queen, and that is noticing that he's a gift. I, that message comes out to you. Right? I felt that in my heart to say it this way. I've never said it like this before. But I've lost somebody around this time. I've lost many people around this time. My grandmother, my grandfather, a couple of cousins, right? So we all have lost somebody, even in 2020. So we have to treasure them, right? So much love and gratitude and peace. I, I send all of those positive energies to everybody out there who may be going through, going through us something 
but I want to let you know that you have the power within you to transform your emotional state, to feel what you feel and know that it's okay. It's part of what you need to do in order to heal. To feel what you feel is part of what you need to do in order to heal. To transmute and transform how you feel to how you want to feel is your birthright and superpower. So it is okay to feel what you feel, but you're so endowed with powerfulness and greatness within you and ability to transform that you can feel like this today and you can feel much better tomorrow. Hey, I said this. Today, I felt like giving up. Tomorrow, I kept going. <laughs> no, not bad. I said, that, I said that wrong. That's what I was saying. I said, yesterday, I felt like giving up. But today, I kept it going anyways. And isn't that what life about, ladies and gentlemen? Every day you wake up, sometimes you feel like giving up. But guess what you do the next day? You woke up. You got going. You took care of what you needed to take care of. You showed up for people. You showed up for yourself, you showed up for the company, you showed up for, for God. Because once you show up, that's another spirit in God's big spiritual place. So guess what? You got to give yourself credit, a pat on the back, a hug. And forgiveness is another thing. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Forgive so you can grow. That's the only way. To be caring and loving, you can't be resentful. Okay? I feel like I'm a preacher out here. To be, <laughs> to be caring and loving, you can't be resentful. Resentment is a wad that blocks out love from giving and receiving. Because it literally is like a... Resentment. Bounce out of here, my friend. That's what resentment is. It's a bounce. And it's only a reflection of a past emotional stagnated state. The moment you let that go... You allow yourself to now not project on people what the past was, but you're able to reflect on it and you're able to really see yourself in them. Once you see yourself in somebody else, it's hard to resent them because you're like, man, you know what? I have flaws too. You know what? Look what I do when they do that. Oh, you see? Oh, shoot. Oh, okay. I see that. I got the peck in my eye. So I like to say, once you realize that you shit just like everybody else, you're going to sit your ass down. <laughs> they just look kind way of saying, once you realize that, you can't just say, oh, they're bad, they're bad, they're bad. We all have some stuff within us that we can be better at. Now, this does not mean that to not be in discernment, to know when is too much. You know what I'm saying? Look, you just because you set a boundary does not mean you have to resent. Because why hold, look, to resent is to hold something inside of you hoping it'll hurt the other person. That's called rent free. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hold it all in me. You know, they're going to feel so bad though. No, you're going to feel bad. It's just that every time you come around them, they're going to feel that energy, but you're going to feel bad most of the time. Every time you think about them, at least. So resentment never really works. So either way, you're going to have to forgive, even if you set a boundary. Because then guess what? One resentment affects the next. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Another one. You resent your father, you resent the boyfriend. You resent the mother, you resent the friend. Just how it happens. So sometimes in life, you got to let that shit go. 
so you can grow. Mm, because to resent one is to resent the qualities of another. Oh, you remind me of so-and-so. You know what? Now you brought all their real estate to this new person. That's tragedy. Because now I didn't even do nothing. But no, you got one quality that reminded me of that person. So now I got to bring. No, what did I? No, no. So now there's an emotional pull. And this is what affects a lot of relationships. Right? So what happens is you're holding old resentments. And those resentments then are affecting your new relationships. And those become tension. That's why it's so hard to be around certain people. Even though they did nothing to you. So once you let all that go by forgiving so many different things. A lot of stuff shifts. It's not as easy as it sounds. But guess what? Healing ain't supposed to be easy. Yeah, of course it's not as easy as it sounds. Everything is supposed to sound easier than they are. That's the point. Okay? If it's hard, what? Les Brown said, you do it hard. Don't ask life for life to be easier. Ask for you to be better. Jim Rohn said that. Don't ask for it to be easier. Ask for you to be better. <laughs> Yo, I did consume so much of this stuff. Don't ask for life to be easier. Ask for you to be tougher. To be more resilient so that you can put come through all things. Yo, what is that? Oh, I got it. You know what I'm saying? You keep going. You don't stop. This is where the consistency comes from. You know, don't go ask, oh, God, don't give me no problems. No. Say, God, give me more opportunities. I'll take the problems, too. But just send the opportunities my way. I know I get stronger because of the problems. So I ain't scared. Let's say that. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. You got to get your kidneys alive. And you got to say affirmations, too. Don't be scared. Don't be scared to speak your truth. Share how you feel. Express yourself. Express yourself. <laughs> All right, I got just these little sayings that I've been saying for like, okay. All right. But anyways, that's my message, y'all, and I'm sticking to it. I know I had a great time with y'all today. Thank y'all for tapping into my mini seminar, a.k.a. Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation Podcast. Yo, this is a podcast. That means you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I have over three, four hundred episodes. That's called consistency. So go to edtalksdaily.com or just go on your podcast platform and Ed Talks Daily, Personal Growth and Motivation. Um, tap in, leave a review. And for those of you who want to donate, you can donate to the podcast too. They didn't give me the little stars thing. I've been doing this stuff every day for years. They Instagram never give me nothing. Facebook ain't giving me sh They just, they trying me. Give me some badges or something. But anyways, you can go to my website, edtalksdaily.com forward slash support. And you can support the podcast. You know, I, I'm appreciate that. I ain't going to say no. You're going to say thank you with some money. I'll say, I appreciate that, my friend. You know, give thanks. <laughs> oh, those who know, know. <laughs> give thanks because I gave the love. I did give some love to that. I give love every day. And I actually have this stuff. I have Rising Prime in the mornings. I got something called Qigong classes. So y'all tap in. By the way, I told y'all, wait for my Black Friday special. It's going to be dumb lit. You're going to get access to a community. 
access to coaching and ask her to a holistic lifestyle guide. So it's going to be fire. If you want more info on that, text me real quick. Text my number because I'd be dropping some gems via text messages and I'd be sending you all my podcast. Text my number, text 561-510-9605 and you're going to get all this stuff. Um, I'll be hooking y'all up. I'll send you, um, especially in these next coming up days, I got a lot of stuff lined up. So y'all want to text my number and uh, text podcast, holistic, whatever you want to text. You know what I'm saying? Just text that number right there on the screen. And um, I'll put you on my text messaging list so you'll, know, you'll be the first to know when I have Rising Prime, the Qigong classes, the podcast. I'll send you some inspiration. I'll, 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 be, I'll be your coach even if you don't hire me as your coach during this winter season. You know what I'm saying? When Like, here's the stuff, yo. I ain't no big shot, yo. Which means I, have, I can serve people better than the big shots. You know what I'm saying? So just give your boy a shot and you say, hey, damn, I didn't even know. I'm not even drunk. My spirit is high up. Because that's what we do when you get in my space and you get higher vibes. High vibration, baby. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's my message. I'm sticking to it. But I have a serious note today. If y'all, if y'all didn't watch this, I want you to go back and watch the whole thing. Man, you know, I first of all, give thanks to God for using me for this. Because I was a muted child when I was, um, a lot of people don't know this. I was muted till I was like five. I couldn't speak, y'all. Um, I was born in Haiti. I almost died. In fact, you know, like some witchcraft, they tried to take me out young, y'all. <laughs> Man, I survived. Look at won't he do it? And he made a good looking one, too. Okay. I'm just kidding. Just a little jokey joke. But I'm not dope. Um, I'm alive. Serious. So what I'm saying is, yo. God took me out of Haiti, almost dying, not speaking, being in remedial classes, to graduating top of my class, being an athlete, and now entrepreneur, and now I embrace my gift. I speak English more better than people who was born here. <laughs> Won't he do it? And I got my vocabularies on point, y'all, because that's what he was using me for. And that's my testimony. I'm sticking to it. Gratitude to the most high. Because if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here doing this work. Because honestly, I'll be doing the same vibe energy I was going to be here for if it was zero person or five, six people. You see what I'm saying? So just show up every day. Do Once you be a gift, you're going to be blessed. You know, you don't even have, like, you just bless. You just, you don't even know, like, yo, I don't see the blessing. Oh, you are the blessed because you're blessed. You are the blessing that you don't see. Mmm. Think about that. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm going to let y'all go here. I appreciate y'all. Um, tap in. Y'all send me a text message. 561-510-9605. But, yeah, this message is going to reach millions of people. It's going to empower millions of lives. And, you know, it's going to touch billions when I'm gone. So I'm grateful that you were able to be here with me as I express it to you. It's the holistic motivator. And I'm out. Y'all have a blessed day. I gotta say that last thing. I always, you know, I gotta. When you, when you on your, you know, part of it, you gotta have saying. You gotta have. Okay, okay, you get it when you get it. Okay, I don't have to tell you, but you gotta have your outro music, your signature sounds, your signature looks. <laughs> it's all part of the branding. This is called the process. All right. Remember, 
you have the unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you have to do. Listen, what's in you have to be revealed, but you have to realize that you are the gift that you're revealing. And every time that you are a gift, you give thanks to the creator for making you as such. God is saying, yeah, I'm really proud of this. Look, my gift is actually sprouting out and becoming more gifts to many people. And then to much is given, much is required. When you do what you, when you use what you got, God gives you more. To those who don't use what they got, God takes it away and gives it to another. So use your gift, let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it, all right? This is the Holistic Motivator, and I'm out. Peace. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.